Good morning, fellow indie creators, fans of comic culture and all things geek. This is your host with the most, Sam the Crazy Man, Vera. And today, we will be talking about a whole lot of things. Like, for instance, we're going to get some shout-outs. Shout-outs to some indie creators out there that are running some campaigns. We're going to be talking about Clerks, Dungeons & Dragons, and honing your creative art style. So with that said, I'm your host with the most. Grab a cup of coffee, join me for the morning brew, and let's get it. fellow indie creators i'm your host with the most sam the crazy man Vera, and you heard today we have a really good lineup so uh, again george is still traveling in the riviera and he's sipping wine and having goat cheese and uh escargot so um he'll be back next week but until then we still have a business to run and a show to put on so today we're going to be talking about a whole lot of things and i have a little agenda for you so um First, we're going to have some updates, right? So uh, updates on Kickstarter. Let's start there. So the updates on Kickstarter, if you back this issue number two, we are 82% um, as far as surveys are completed. So 82% of the surveys are completed. If you haven't completed a survey, please do so. The sooner you get the survey done, the sooner I can just start sending out all of the digital rewards. Um, so I like to send it out in one shot. I don't want to do it piecemeal because then I start forgetting. So I want it to be 100%. I'm going to do one email blast. Boom, everybody gets their digital rewards. Uh, as far as physical rewards, uh, the funds come in next Thursday night, so Friday. So Friday morning next week, books go off to the printers. And remember, it's a two-week turnaround from the printer. And then um, and then it's a 48-hour turnaround from me to you. So um, you should be getting it at the end of this month, early August. Um, so just a, a word of advice there. And <clears throat> look for this in your packets. Boom. There is the landing page for issue number three coming in September. It was going to be October, but I'm moving it to September. So it's coming in September for issue number three. I put out a survey asking you guys, would you prefer issue three, the single floppy or the graphic novel in October or the next campaign? And everyone, the majority, about 90% of the surveys that were submitted were issue three. So um, really surprising. I really like that. So I'm excited about that. Big news to come with issue three. Some really cool stuff. Um, and as we get closer, you'll learn more about that. Um, so for those of you who have enjoyed my live drawing streams, I appreciate every single one of you. Uh, it's been doing really well. I think I've done 33 episodes already um, consecutively. And yesterday I've been working on a really cool um, secret piece. So if you watched yesterday's episode, you're going to get an insight into what that piece is. But that's the last time I'm showing it until I start promoting it. Um, but that's that's that. So what else is on the agenda? I'm not the only one who have Kickstarter. I want to shout out to some of the Kickstarters that are out there. Uh, just uh, if you haven't checked it out, go check them out. Um, just a couple of uh, people that I that I, I know that I wanted to give some love to. Um, so check out J.D. Calderones. If I was a few inches taller. Yeah, I know. Right. Right. That's all you hear all the time. Anyway, so if I was a future sword, the Oswald Chronicles, the adventures of a magical mouse in New York, he's at 81 backers. He's uh, funded at 2,183. He's got 11 days to go. This is what I think he's done uh, 36 campaigns already. Um, I'm, I'm looking up. Yeah, he's done 36 campaigns already. 26. All right. 26 created with this for, for Oswald Chronicles, I guess. And uh, he's back 292 um, campaigns. So uh, he's not just a creator. He's a he's a supporter. So uh, go check that out. And uh, his better half, Daphne Lane, she's got tall tales. She's at 82 backers with six days ago, 2506 uh, on a goal of 1,000. So she's got her funding in. And um, she's uh, created 80, uh, eight created and 61 back. So both of them are, are killing the game, but check them out. Uh, this Tall Tales, these Quest Volume 
one through four trade paperbacks. The Complete Thieves Quest story arc in four volumes collected issues one through 20 in the furry fantasy adventure. So if you're into furries and you like fantasy and like adventure, go and check it out. She's a fantastic artist. And then my boys over created, the, they have the Halloween Man meets the Latex Avenger. Come on, right? You got Halloween and Latex, you know. What can go wrong? What can go wrong? It's a genre mashup with a meeting between two long-lived underground characters. They just launched. They got 42 days left. Uh, their goal is $1,000, uh, 326 um, so far in. So they're 32% to go. So go check this out. They're on Indiegogo. So for those of you who are like a little apprehensive about Kickstarter and you wait to the last day to pledge because Kickstarter doesn't take the money to the last day, go to Indiegogo. They'll take it out right away. So you don't have nothing to worry about. So give these independents um, some love. Go check them out. Um, uh, why don't you? So... With that said, so today on the roster, I did say that we're going to be talking about a few things, right? Um, the, the main topic today, and if you're out there and you're an artist and you have some input, I'd love to hear um, your input. We're talking about honing, honing your art style. It's one of those things that takes a little bit of time for an artist to really find their unique voice in the artistic field. So we're going to be talking about what does it take to do that? And there's an article um that i found i think it's called uh what is it how to find your art style 14 rules right and it's on uh sketchbook school so we're gonna be talking about that um and i'd love to get some input from you guys but before we do that there's some cool stuff that's happening out there right now too as well right so we just found out that uh, they you know they announced uh clark's number three clark's three and you're like i never even seen one and two so let's talk about it Let, where, where is it let's uh go back to that screen Boom. So Clark's three is coming out. Um, and uh, the premise for Kirk's three is, um, you know, in, following a massive heart attack, Randall enlists Dante, Elias, Jay and Silent Bob to make a movie immortalizing his life at the convenience store that started it all. Right. So you're like, right, this is a story about guys in the, in the convenience store. Yes. And what's great about it is that um, this is a, a one of those cult classics, right? So Clerks number one um, came out a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. If you don't know the creator, Jeff Smith, uh, Kevin Smith. So he's the create director and the writer. Uh, Rosario Darson's coming back for this one. Um, and, uh, you know, it's funny is that I've seen Clerks um but now, because they announced three, I have to go back and, and, and just refresh my memory and go watch it again. The same thing I did with Jane Silent Bob when the the, the, next, the the last one came out. I went back and watched the old three. And he's also be, you know the creator behind that. So Clark's one is just another day for Dante Hicks until his boss calls him into work uh, at the quick stop on his day off. With a hockey game at two and his girlfriend nagging about him to go back to school, Dante gets into a bigger frenzy when he learns that his ex-girlfriend is getting married. With his always late accomplice, Randall, strolling in to work at the video store, Dante has no choice but to bend the rules a little with work, customers, and his love life. Can't get away with it? I don't know. Who can't relate to that? Who can't relate to that? That's what makes this story um, and Clark so endearing and, and stood the test of time. There's a cult following. There's, I mean, there's some diehard, true and true fans of Clerks out there, right? Because everyone can see that, right? You know, you go to that job that, you know, oh my gosh. Right. It's not a career, but it's what you do and, and you know, it's what pays the bills. And then you get your buddies and you got life and you got all these things that come into play. We all can relate. And then Clerks 2 came out. Uh, says a calam calamity at Dante and Randall's shop sends them looking for new horizons. But they ultimately settle at the fast food empire movies. A calamity at Dante and Randall's shop sends. Uh, I, I just you wrote that twice. You wrote it twice, anyway. So uh, I just copied that from the from um, from uh, social media. So anyway, I'm looking forward to this. <clears throat> I can't pay to get for copyright, all that stuff. I don't want to get uh, shut down. But um, go check out Clerks Clerks uh, One and Two, um, and get your your refresher on. Um, and if you're a Clerks fan out there, what was it about this the, the movies that you enjoyed, um, that you liked so much? And I think we touched on it before, but Dungeons and Dragons um, number three, uh, well, Dungeons and the movie, the live action movie is coming out. And, uh, you know, they have Chris Pine and uh, Justice Smith and Sophia Lillis um, 
And uh, Hugh Grant, I believe I saw in there, and Michelle Rodriguez uh, in Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. That's coming out as well. Uh, um, you know, Dungeons and Dragons, the tabletop, you know, game. I mean, it's a, one of the biggest, most successful gaming um, gameplays out there. Um, I grew up on Dungeons and Dragons, the cartoon on Saturday morning cartoon. Uh, I enjoyed it tremendously. Uh, and I know they've been trying to pull this off for a minute. And uh, so uh, I saw an interview with a, with an artist, an animator, and he was talking about the Dungeons and Dragons. And they, they were trying, was it Don Bluth? I forgot who it was. Um, I was watching an interview with him a couple of days ago, and you're talking about that. They were trying to pull this one off for a while. It kept getting scrapped and then back on and scrapped and back on. So we're looking forward to that. I think that's... Um, that's a uh, pretty, pretty cool. Again, let's see. So we got the shout outs. You guys are out there. Thank you all so much. Oh, thank you all. Thank you for the shout out to uh, Dustin Brunel. Um, there was a post on Facebook where they were talking about what have you read lately? And he basically shouted out there's an alien in my toilet and how his son requires him to read it every night <laughs> for the past 30 days before he goes to bed. Issue number one. And that is so dope. That is so dope. And he's also the winner of the free T-shirt from the raffle. And um, and uh, yes, Dustin, I do have a uh, size 2T that's on its way to you for your boy. So that's pretty, pretty awesome. Um, uh, so thank you for the shout out. You didn't have to, but I appreciate it tremendously. But also, there's a lot of you guys getting ready for Comic-Cons this weekend. So it's just a, a couple of shout outs. Uh, what's going on this weekend? I think I've seen. Um, let's see. Let's get this. Let's just get this popping real quick. Um, let's see. There's Capital City Comic Con going on, uh, East Coast Gaming Expo. So, Capital City is in, is in Lansing, Michigan, and uh, Cherry Hill, New Jersey is the East Coast Gaming Expo. Florida Supercon is going on this weekend. Um, the Imaginarium Convention is in Louisville, Kentucky, uh, this weekend. London Film and Comic that's in the UK. Whoa, what? Montreal Comic Con's going on. There's a lot of Comic Cons going on this weekend. I just want to say. It is the weekend for Comic Cons. I wish I was at a Comic Con, but I'm not. I don't have my next one till August, and I'll and I'll plug that in a second. Okashi Con. It's in the Courtyard Marriott in um, uh, Pflugerville, Texas. Wow, Pflugerville. Is it Pflugerville? So it's a P F L U. Um, what am I doing? Let me move this out of the way because I'm gonna go back to my my my, my normal screen. So I, 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 I'm just saying Pflugerville. It could be Pflugerville. It could be Pflugerville because the P might be silent. It just has that in the beginning. I don't know why you're in the front, but you're silent. Maybe you're the silent big type and you're like the bodyguard. Anyway, Rocket City Anime is in Huntsville, Alabama. SCG Con, Syracuse, New York. Wow, East Coast is, is, is booming right now. Uh, Supernatural official convention um, was canceled. Uh, let's see. TF Con in Toronto is going on this weekend. Uh, there's a con in South Africa, South Africa, Africa. Wow. Dang. Who comes up with this stuff? Electricity. Hello. Electric City Comic Con is in Schenectady, New York or oh, Schenectady. All right. See, I got I got I got to do it twice in order to realize that the first time I screwed it up. So Meadowland Comic Con is in Grass Pass, Grants Pass, Oregon. Minikami. Wow. Minikami. All right, so it's it should be mini comics, but anyway, that's going on in uh, Canada. I don't, I can't. There's one have in Dusseldorf, Germany. It's called Nachlichtcon. Um, uh, there's another one in uh, Nepcon in uh, Omaha, Nebraska. Oh, geez, uh, there's a toy show that's going on in Illinois. Anime Friends in Brazil. Wow, shout out to Brazil. Wow, Bold Matsuri in Jacksonville, Florida. Bricks Universe. Wow. Garden State Comic Book Fest. That's in Morristown, New Jersey. There's a lot of guys on the East Coast that I know that are going over there. You know, wish you guys a lot of success there. I've seen some of your posts on uh, Facebook, so go and kill it. Um, then there's Glasgow Anime. That's in the UK. Um, Greater Austin Comic Con. That's in Cedar Park, Texas. There's one in Ohio called Mohoning Valley Comic Con. Uh, QuadCon in uh, Davenport, Iowa. Uh, Southeast Game Exchange. Oh, wow, there's a whole lot of stuff going on in Vermont pop culture. So there was one that I know that was going on that I didn't see. It was a fan expo. 
There's also a Fan Expo Chicago that's going on this weekend. I think that you guys are doing so. Go, uh, you know, have fun, kill it. Um, wish you guys a lot of success. Speaking of Comic Cons, your boy, Sam the Crazy Man Vera, I'll be traveling with duty starting in August. So in August, we are hitting the Arlington Comic Fest first. That's on August 20th and 21st. And I'm excited about that because every one of these events are just a drive distance away, 30 minutes or less. Um, then after that, on the 27th, it's a one-day Denton Comic Denton Comic Art Exposition, and that's an all-family, um, all-ages, child-friendly um, uh, event. And I'm excited about that one because that's really my audience. Um, and then there's the Dallas Fan Festival, which is a three-day event. I'm looking forward to, and that's all. That's downtown Dallas, and that's in October, and that's a three-day event. Then after that, the week after, I'll be at the Cowtown Comic Con from the 22nd to the 23rd. And I will be there with um, Paul Gomez. He'll be there. Um, so we'll, we'll hook up again, maybe get a cup of coffee. Um, so I'm looking forward to those events out there. Um, yes, yeah, so that's some really cool stuff. I mean, it's uh, if you, I think <clears throat> what I've learned is that while social media is a tool to try to network um, in the industry, it's really not, a place to really attract fans unless you've met with the public. And that's what the expos are, the events, the comic cons, because on social media, you know, people gravitate to what they know um, and in and, and their circles or, you know, the ones who really pop off are the ones who've had the name recognition. So if you want to build that credibility and that notoriety, you have to go out to these events. And um, and that's what I learned from doing the Fan Expo, uh, which I had a, a good time there. So, um, which is why I lined up. I think um, uh, right now I'm working on November and December. So I have August lockdown. I got October lockdown. I left September open because I'm launching the Kickstarter in September. I was going to do it in October, but I want it to end in October because I want October to be focusing on events. So, um, so I left September free and then I'm um, looking to do one show in November, hopefully, and one in December and end the year. And that would be seven events for me for this year. Uh, wait, yeah, seven events. Um, and that's pretty dope. And I, and next year I want to do between nine to 12 events, um, 10 locally and two out away. So if I can, if I have a chance of the two, I would love to do San Diego Comic-Con and potentially MegaCon. Those are the two that I would like to do away. Um, um, but until then, uh, we'll figure out, uh, as we get closer, um, um, to that, but, uh, I've been having fun creating, uh, duty and, uh, join a lot of new content and putting some things together. So, um, issue number three, the campaign is going to be really dope. Um, really centered, centered on the character himself and, um, introducing some key characters. So it's going to be really, really fun. So <clears throat> we're going to get into, um, talking about how do you hone in your artistic style and what does it take? And, um, but before we do that, I'm just going to give a plug to the girls at Ragin, um, as they're doing their thing and they're trying to build their audience out there. So, uh, here we go. And then when we come back, we're going to be talking about honing in your artistic style. <music> So I pulled up an article. It's uh, how to find your art style. Uh, let me um, go back to this screen right here. Uh, let's yeah, this is, uh, let's do this. All right. Uh, maybe that you don't need to see me that much. All right. So here it is. It's, it's, co it's coming from, <laughs> I can move my mouse. All right. How to find your art style, 14 rules to guide you. All right. So, um, and the articles by the Sketchbook School with a S K instead of a S C H. 
Um, and uh, they started off by saying, you've heard artists talk about finding their art style. Um, but what exactly is a signature style and how do you go about finding yours? Everyone has slightly different ideas about what an art style is. In its simplest form, it's the recognizable way that you paint or draw a way that tells the viewers that a piece of art is yours. It's your artistic fingerprint. We, we, we talked about identity, right? Your, your artistic identity. That fingerprint is your identity. Your style can consist of the subjects you draw, whether you draw realistically, abstractly, or something in between. It can uh, also be about your mark making, the medium and color palette you use, and what message, if any, you convey with your art style. So I think this is a very important um, topic. And uh, I was the, and the reason why I wanted to have this conversation with you guys is because I was watching an interview with um, um, Disney animators. And every single one of them uh, humbly um, recognized that they were still learning and adapting. And But there is a signature look for Disney. Right. So Disney has a signature look when you're looking at what Disney puts out from a 2D animation when it's hand drawn. And so when they some of these animators were asked about their style, they and these guys were with Disney 30, 40 years. They still said they were still working on it and there were still things that they had to improve on. And I found that extremely interesting. Because being a creative in any medium, but we're talking about art today, but in any medium, there's there's a, there's a level of anxiety and um, insecurity. Am I good enough? Right? You know, because the end game is drawing for yourself. But the reality is you're drawing for feedback, right? You, you want to know if people find your style your work appealing right and that's what happens when you're starting out hey mom look what i did hey teacher look what i did you know hey friend look what i did and the reason why you're showing is because you want their approval now what happens when you're a youngling right you're you're starting out in the game and um i'll go back to this article in a second um and you're starting in the game and you have the natural order of things is to try to reproduce what you see. Reproduce that favorite artist rendering of Spider-Man. Yeah, you might like John Romita. You might like, you know, um, Tom McFarlane, um, Joe Kubert, whoever it is, you're like, you know, I want, you know, so you, you, you gravitate to that look, that style. So you're trying to copy and paste. You're trying to create that, recreate that magic because that style is what attracted you to pick up those books. And, and now you're a fan of that artist. So subconsciously, you don't realize that you're just trying to recreate, to, to, you're in the shadow of that creator. I struggled with that for years. I've always been a cartoony illustrator in the simplistic form. But I just loved um, that. I mean, from Fraggle Rock, you know, to, you know, um, the Peanuts, um, Garfield. I love simple lines, clean lines. Um, and I love the, the, the colors to tell the story, right? As long as you have the... The, the, the dance floor, right? So you have all the players and everything looks as if it fits, you know, then you highlight it with the colors. Um, but for many, many years, I was trying to be something I wasn't. I was trying to fit in. I was trying to create a look and, 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 and draw like what I saw in Marvel Comics and some of these artists out there. And, it, and I was always frustrated because I was never as good. Right, because it wasn't my voice, my style. Um, I was trying to be something I wasn't. I was trying to um, do something that I it wasn't. Um, I wasn't having fun doing. For me, it was more like work. Where drawing what I draw now, it's more 
it just feels like it's a part of me. It's my it's an extension of me. So it took me years to 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 come to that realization. It wasn't until I realized, look, I can't draw forbidden. It'll take me years um, to create the look that I want if I had to draw it because it would take, I'll probably do a page a week um, because I would spend maybe 24 hours on one panel um, to try to create the, 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 the dimensions, the anatomy, the action, all that stuff to look, um, get the hair right. All You know, uh, if you watched any of my live streams, I'm a fast illustrator. I, I, I sketch my sketches are very loose and, and and light, and then I just go over and and I and I fill everything in when I ink it. Um, I like to move fast at a faster pace. When you're doing like Conan or you know Avengers, it requires a lot more time and detail and dedication. Uh, and so, hats off to you guys. It, it didn't work for me, right? So let's let's go down to some of the things that they point out in this article. Uh, let's see. All right, so. How to find your art style, um, point number one, make a lot of art, right? How many times have you heard people say, draw, 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 draw every day, right? Um, you've heard um, Michael Jordan, you know, you've heard all of the best um, athletes say it's repetition, 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 right? So the more you draw, the the better you get, the more you hone in your skills. I can tell you right now where when I left comics, for 10 years and I came back. Oh, it was painful. It was painful to start drawing again because my motor skills weren't there. Right. And, and my eye wasn't there. And so I now had to use a lot of references for perspective. And I had to use a lot of references, you know, just for camera angles and all that other stuff, because I wasn't there at this point. Now I don't need those references because I can see it in my mind because I've been drawing for the past two years all the time. Um, and most recently for the past few months, I've been drawing every day. And so because of that, I'm getting more loose with my, my style and it's becoming more organic. Well, be, when I came back, it felt like work. I was like, Whoa, my goodness, this is horrible. Right. And, uh, so the other one is uh, experiment. Don't be afraid to experiment with your art and widen your experience before narrowing your focus. What do you mean by that? So, you may have dismissed something that could turn out to be the thing you love. Just because you used to love painting buildings in watercolor doesn't mean you will love it now. Taste change, and that's okay. Um, so experiment. Try different mediums. Like right now, I'm working on um, acrylics. I'm doing canvas art, right, for my Etsy store. And so it's requiring me to learn how to play with paint. and. Um, and lighting and and texture and all that stuff. So I'm learning a new skills. Like I feel like a kid again um, because I'm trying to hone in a new style. Um, uh, analyze your work. You know, gather together a collection of your own work. You could do this by creating a Pinterest board or physically putting it up somewhere. I pin mine to a notice board. Grab yourself a notebook and write down what you like about your art. Is there a particular piece that you enjoyed creating? Do you like the colors? Yes, I, I, I just recently did that. Um, I took, I've been drawing for the past 30 something days straight online streaming. And I took all of those pieces and I put them all on one page on my computer and I analyzed what do I like the most? You know, what was it about it? You know, the, you know, the coloring, the style, the form, whatever it was. And I said, okay, I need to make certain that Wherever I was mentally um, when I was doing that piece, I need to try to make sure I find that space every time, right? It's hard. It's easier said than done, but it's one of those things where I think you have to um, really, you know, when you're in a school setting, it's easier because you're getting feedback from your professor, you're getting feedback from your colleagues, your, your, your fellow students, right? And and you're always on stage, right? Because everyone has, you know, your, your stuff's always going to come up to the front, you know, and they're going to share it and, you, you know, you're being um, graded on, on your illustrations. Once you leave school, your education doesn't stop. You, it's just a different field now. Now you have to be that professor that analyzes your work. And you have, what I do is I just look at it and I said, all right, I like, for instance, my, one of my favorite pieces I did was Lionel from Thundercats, um, duty as Lionel from Thundercats. 
And I love that piece so much um, um, that I, I said, all right, what was it about that piece that I liked? Um, and uh, I'm going to pull it up right now for you guys. Um, where is it? That's not it. As I'm talking. I think it's this one. Here we go. Batman G4. Here we go. All right. So here it is. So um, <clears throat> I did this piece. It's one of my favorites uh, of all the pieces. I did Duty as Batman. I did Duty as uh, G-Force. But this is one of my favorites. And I was like, all right, what was it about this that I enjoyed doing so much? Number one, I'm a fan of Thundercats. And number two, you know, I love Duty. But number three, I just love the fact that I'm improving with my coloring. Um, <clears throat> I liked the form. I liked the emotion in this. Um, and I took my time. And I, it was fun. And so I think that's one of the things that we need to challenge ourselves all the time um, with is going out there and um, really uh, being critical. Uh, and 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 I, there was one that was I hated. Like, I'm not posting it ever again. Um, you know, and uh, Thomas joined our newsletter. All right. Narrow your focus. Once you have spent some time experimenting with your art, it's time to narrow your focus. Decide what you think could be your thing. This could be that you are going to focus on a landscape painting, abstracts or animals, or it could be focused on a particular medium. Me, it's my, it's, it's cartoony. It's duty. It's one of the things I said I learned at the licensing expo. So you guys all know I went to licensing expo. The biggest takeaway for me was that I needed to narrow my focus, right? So I went there with everything I've created. All of my kids' books, all of my comic books, and everything, but duty was the center focus. And then, it, but it wasn't my whole focus leading up to that point because I was trying to figure out what's going to be the one that's going to help me grow and never realizing I was sitting on it the whole time. Right. So when I, I came back, I decided that those kids' books are done. So they're available. If you want to get it on my website on dutiesworld.com, uh, the ebooks the e are, are available on Amazon. Forbidden is done. That'll be in stores next year um, at a graphic novels format. It's 160 pages. You can get the black and white edition now, 160 pages collected on my website. Um, so all that stuff is done. Duty is not. And duty is my focus. And I want to build duty and, and its brand in the world. So I decided when I got back to focus, narrow my focus and just make it singular um, on just that that character and that world. Gather work from artists who inspire you. You know that the other day I told you I picked up two new books, um, uh, two new art books. One of them was, um, dang, uh, where is it? Dang it. I think the Art of Crash, number four, and the other one was... Um, my books are all scattered. Anyway, I picked up two new art books. Um, uh, I also picked up the Calvin Hobbes Collected Edition. Why? Because those arts artists inspire me. Uh, I love to learn from the greats, the ones who've done it before me, who've come before me, the ones who who really found their voice. And 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 for me, when I get stuck, it takes the simplest thing to for me to go. Oh, you know, I'm going to pick up an art book. Or and, and go through it, and uh, I start, and it's really the articles too. So you start looking at some of the images, and it's fine, it's beautifully rendered, and whatever. But then I read the articles and what influenced them, and what led up to that point, and then, bam, that moment of inspiration hits, and then next you know I'm back on the drawing board, right? So it's always good to um, learn from others. Um, take elements with you. Just as you analyze your own work, do the same with your favorite artists. What is it that you like about their work? Is it crisp and clean? Yeah, I can tell you right now. There, I mean, as an artist, there's this, there's a look that, and style that appeals to me, right? And so when I see books where um, there, there are books that are, that are big turnoffs, Immediately, like, no, I don't even like that style. And I won't pick up the book because I didn't appreciate the style. Um, and then there are books that are like, bam, that are just going to grab me. The story might not be as strong as the art, but the art is what pulled me in, right? So um, uh, it's the same premise, right? Allow yourself to pivot. Pivoting is, is talked about in the business world, but it's important in art, in the art world too. To pivot simply means to adjust direction if something is not working out. 
So maybe you start out drawing landscapes, but then realize what appealed most to you was the water and reflections. Allow this to become your new focus if it feels right. However, don't constantly switch. Otherwise, you will never achieve the focus you need in your art style. Right. So, again, flexible, pliable. Give yourself some time. You can speed up finding your art style by following these rules, but each person will have their own timeline depending on the time. Yo, it took me forever to find my art style, right? It wasn't, I think though, the, one of the good things that, one of the best takeaways that happened for me from leaving comics and coming back was that I really honed my art, my artistic voice um, this past, as I would say this past 12 months. Um, drawing every day, there's this, there's this look and style, um, and that I have that I know that is recognizable to me. And so I think the, the, that's the one I'm most proud of. And what's great is that every day I'm learning something new. You know, I was on uh, YouTube yesterday and I'm, you know, I really want to get better at, um, coloring. So I was on YouTube yesterday learning how the, the tricks of the trade for colorists using Clip Paint Studio. And because I haven't been, I've haven't colored comics in years. And uh, I'm using a new program that I've only had for a couple of months. And um, so I don't have I still do the 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 rudimentary way, right? I'm still doing the using the wand tools, selecting the layers, all this other stuff, whatever, and I'm creating thousands of layers where I know there's a lot of shortcuts with with flatting and all this other stuff. Um, I'm not there yet. But right now I'm educating myself because I want to be there, right? So I think you have to understand and identify where your shortcomings are and what do you need to do to strengthen those areas of opportunity, right? And, you know, and it's not a race, but I think the best way to find your voice is to draw without reference. Because what happens is you, you look at a piece of Conan and you're like, I want to draw that. But then you try, it's almost like you're trying to copy the muscle structure and all this other stuff. And I think don't use the reference saying, I know what Conan is a barbarian. He has long hair. He's got muscles. He's got a sword. He's got these little, you know, you know, ripped cloth around his waist and whatever. He probably has some bracelets on. Boom. I know I'm going to draw my version of Conan in my mind and let your artistic voice shine through. Uh, create the way you love. Not how you feel you should, right? That's profound because it's easy, it says right here, it's easy to fall down the rabbit hole of creating what you think other people will like or buy, but if you don't enjoy it, it's really not worth it. I can tell you right now, when you go to Comic-Cons, I can tell you, if you go to those tables, these people, there are tons and tons of artists, and, and, I'm not, and I'm not knocking any of you guys out there, but... There's nothing about them. It's they basically they just did renderings of famous characters out there, recreating signature looks, whether it's an anime or, or Marvel or whatever it is. And it's just prints, prints, prints that they've done. Um, and so they seem to be the ones that struggle the most, um, that uh, don't have as much high traffic because there's nothing. It's it's copy paste. All right. I seen, you know, I seen that image before it's on a poster and you just recreated it as a print, um, you know, whatever. Um, I think create what you love, find your voice. Find, there was a young lady next to me, uh, not comic related at all. She was doing uh, enamel pins and all this stuff, um, that she created on, on, on her own. And she was selling them hand over fist. She was and because she found her her voice. That was her lane, and that's where she was navigating in. So find your voice. Um, try not to copy. And, um, and 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 it works, but it does it's not sustainable. That's the that basically what the message I'm saying. Hold yourself accountable if you are serious about finding your style, and you need to put in uh, put the work in. Uh, and style you need to put in work in. I mentioned before how useful creative challenges can be, but also consider joining art groups, either local or the schoolyard. I agree 100%. Um, hold on one second. Let's see. I agree 100%. Hey, what's up, Jerry? Um, I didn't block it. What the hell? Who blocked Jerry? Oh. Somebody deleted it. Sorry, Jerry. I don't know why it was deleted. 
Uh, let's see. But uh, uh, anyway, I don't know why it was deleted. Um, hold yourself accountable. If you're serious about finding your art style, you need to put in order. Yeah, tell people in the group about your projects you're working on and what they what they involve. Also, think about finding an, an accountability partner. That's interesting. I like that. Um, let me go here real quick. I want to see why that um, you were blocked, YouTube. Um, as we're talking, may function mute. Oh, there it is. Should be back. Um, I think. All right. Anyway, so I just fixed it. So, um, I think that's important. I think you know. I think um, the strength in numbers. I, you know, I think I know. I flourish when I'm around other artists. I love being around other artists because I'm like, oh man, how did he capture that look? Oh, how did she do that? Oh, that is fantastic. You know, and it's inspiring. Um, what the hell? Hide. Um, uh, so I think that's a really cool, useful tool. Be open to criticism and be prepared to, uh, to reject it. Oh, that's an interesting one. Be open to criticism and be prepared to reject it. Criticism from others can be really useful, especially if they are further ahead of you in their art journey. They may quickly be able to spot where your painting isn't quite working. However, it's important to also reject criticism. Just because one person doesn't like what you have created doesn't mean someone else won't love it. That's part of the beauty of it. Exactly. That's what I say about critics, right? So critics, um, you, you know, one critic might love your book. Another one might hate your book. Doesn't mean that you know you're going to put all of your energy on the one that didn't like your book. You got to continue to move forward. Um, so I just use feedback from critics as uh, a way for me to objectively look at my work, not for me to say, "Wow, they're damn right." I'm going to close up shop. I'm not doing this again, right? Because Rotten Tomatoes does it all the time. They'll trash something, but the public will say, "What are you talking about? You guys are crazy. This movie is fabulous, and it does millions of dollars in the box office." So take it with a grain of salt. Reanalyze your work as you progress. Look back through the la the latest work like a scientist. What's working? What did you enjoy? Decide. You know, it's funny. I was looking at my early days of art, and I used a lot of uh, I used to ink all my work, hand ink, and I use a lot of cross hatching and hatching. I don't do that anymore, and um, and I try to figure out where I don't really remember where I was mentally when I was doing that back then. Right. So I was trying to recreate that stuff. And um, um, and it's just not me anymore. I prefer not to do that. But back then I was. And I think that was at a time when I was trying to recreate a look that I saw on Image or Marvel Comics. Uh, continue uh, or rinse and repeat. An art style is constantly evolving. Even when you have reached a point where you feel your work looks distinctly yours, distinctively yours, you will feel a need to push it slightly in different directions. This doesn't necessarily mean a huge change, but just um, tweaks and mini experiments. Yes, I think that's the biggest thing. Like one of the things is like, uh, I, I need to work on my environments, right? You know, I have my characters down. I need to work on my environments and the world building. And so I'm working on a project right now for duty. Um, that'll be available on the next Kickstarter. Um, that is really going to challenge me and push me uh, creatively, right? Because I know that that's something that's always been in the back of my mind, um, but I really never pushed the boundaries to see where my limitations are. I avoided it. So now I'm forcing it, right? Because I want to get better. So it's taking me time. Like there's this piece that I'm doing um, for uh, for the next campaign. Uh, I started on it yesterday at noon. Um, I closed up shop at 10 p.m., and it's going to take me all day today, so I'll probably be done with it by tonight. Um, that's how much time I'm putting into this piece. So, um, again, challenge yourself. And then the, the, the last, I think everyone says that you got to have fun, right? Enjoy the process. One of the most important elements to finding your art style is to enjoy the process. The more you enjoy it, the more you'll want to create more, which will push you forward um, towards your goal.
right? We see this all the time. I say it all the time. If you're not having fun, why do it, right? You know, and it and that's the biggest, the most important thing. It's um, finding your voice takes time. Finding your your artistic signature, your identity, uh, requires a lot of practice. Requires drawing every day, even if it's a sketch. How many times you go? <laughs> all right. So I can tell you right now. Whether I'm in a public bathroom, you know, whether you're in the urinal or in the stall, you see patterns, whether it's with the tiles or the wallpaper, whatever it is. And next, you know, an image pops off from those patterns and I see a face and I'm like, oh, snap. And how many times you don't have a pen or a piece of paper? So what I try to do is uh, I'll take a photo of that and see if I can see that same image. And then I'll go back to my uh, where if, if I'm at a uh, there's a table napkin or whatever. And I try to create that look because I'm like, that, that that character looks really dope, right? Or you're walking and you see something like, oh, and it sparks some an idea and you don't have that sketch pad on you or whatever it is. So try to have something at your disposal, a little notepad, something you can put in your pocket, wallet size that you can carry around if you don't have a book bag with you. Um, and make sure you always have um, writing material with as a pencil or a pen with you uh, so that you can do research. Re and then, the most important part of this is write down what was it that that sparked or triggered you to draw that image? What was it? Because how many times you draw something and then you forget about it, right? Because you were you you your, your creativity was sparked, and then a week later you come back to it and like, what was it? What was it about this? Why did I draw this? Right? Because the notes weren't there. Right. So you can't go back and reflect on that moment. You're forcing your brain. And you're like, oh, man, what was it? Right. So it's important that you have those those elements with you, a pad, paper, and then whatever you illustrate. Right. Uh, jot some notes next to it saying, you know, this character reminds me of this or this could be good in this book or whatever it is or this scene. Um, anytime you can create, create. Uh, anytime you can get inspired. Uh, inspiration comes from anywhere in all things. You know, my dogs inspire me when I see them, <laughs> when I see them playing and chasing. Um, I'll, I'll give you a perfect example of inspiration. So did laundry. I went to pull my laundry out. And one of my shirts was the, the bottom of the shirt was wrapped into a circle, really tight circle. And it was a string that was wrapped around it. So I guess the, the, the string got caught up in the laundry. And then it, and what I did with my mind was, I was like, I envisioned that string got cut loose from the longer part of the string, right? It looks like one of those strings that are like on your sweatpants, right? So it looked like it cut in half. And it's like, and it got disconnected from his family. And it's getting swallowed up by this monster whirlwind in the wash. And it's trying to grab on for dear life. And it grabbed the shirt and it just entangled under that shirt, like holding and spitting like, ah, that's where my mind went. So it was like, I decided to do a little comic strip a one pager of the string right that creativity comes from everywhere so try to find the humor in your work try to find the humor what you do and have fun with it and and don't race uh and don't try not to copy you know no matter what you say about rob liefeld you know a liefeld piece wherever you go right you know a mcfarlane piece wherever you go right so um you know you know a jake parker piece wherever you go so, um, but they've, they've taken time to hone their look and their voice, no matter. Rob Life was a perfect example of the critics did not deter him from having fun. Um, and that's basically what um, the moral of the story is. So what do you think about this, this topic? If you have anything to say, please put it in the comments. Did you like this episode um, um, of The Morning Brew? Uh, if so, please give me a thumbs up, subscribe if you haven't done so, recommend it to a friend, share it out there, because when we grow, the indie community grows. And again, if you want to be a guest on Cast of Creators, it's as simple as clicking the link in the summary. And remember, if you have a campaign, book in advance. Book in advance. Um, and if, um, but we really, really want to talk to you about you. So our focus right now is really about the creator. Um, and so we really want to talk about your artistic 
um, inspirations, your writing inspirations. If, are you an editor? You're a colorist. You're an inker. You know, are you an animator? You're a sculptor. Whatever it is that you do in your craft, we want to talk about your journey. You know, from start to now to present, um, and that's what's most important to us is you and your story. Um, you know, for a year we've we were just on a Kickstarter rant, right? We were promoting. I bet think we promoted more Kickstarter than anything. Um, we were doing four Kickstarter shows a week for a year. Um, so we want to pause. So now we're pre-recording our Kickstarter shows. We really want to talk to the creator. We want to talk about your journey. We want to, because it's your story that's most interesting to us and to our listeners, right? And so um, why not share that with the world? And if you're uncomfortable asking questions, answering questions about yourself, then we might not be the medium for you. But um, if you're in the, the artistic uh, medium, if you're a creator in any form, um, talk about yourself. You have an inter interesting story to tell. So why not share it with the world? And we can do a little part and help share it with our audience and uh, hopefully get you some more, um, get some more eyes on what you do. And who knows, you might link up with another creator or somebody might recognize what you do and say, hey, you know, I saw you on Cast the Craze. I really like what you do, but whatever it is. So um, don't be afraid to sh um, come down to the craze and, and let's, let's get things popping. Let's get things popping. So that was another episode of The Morning Brew. Um, again, I appreciate every single one of you for joining us. Um, and sticking around with us. And thank you. We're up to 612 subscribers to the channel. We continue to grow because of you. And um, we appreciate every single one of you. So um, don't forget, I will be in August at um, the Arlington Comic Fest and the Denton Art Expo and uh, the Kickstarter. The books go out next week to uh, print. And um, and there's 82% of you that have signed to fill out the survey. I'm still waiting on nine more backers to fill out the survey. So please fill it out so I can make sure I have your email address and your home address so I can uh, um, send everything out. So um, I want to send the digital rewards out next week. Um, I can't do that until we have 100%. Um, and because uh, I don't want to do it uh, piece by piece. It's just too grueling. And don't forget, look for this landing page coming in the fall, issue number three. Uh, there's nail in my toilet, so I'm looking forward to that. So thank you again, Jerry. I don't know what happened. Why you know, your message showed it was deleted? Doesn't make any sense. Uh, I put you back. It says good morning. I see you on my channel, but um, and uh, thank you all, everybody who's watching on Facebook, on uh, Twitch, and on YouTube in silence. And again, we appreciate you. I'm Sam the Crazy Man Vera. This is the Morning Brew. Uh, if there's a topic you'd like us to discuss next week, when George is back next week, let me know. We'll talk about it. You guys have a great day. I'm going to go have breakfast and I'm going to go ahead to join table and uh, finish my project. Peace out.